we have we have plans to go to Oregon now. Is that right, Dev? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the little vineyard up little there, vineyard, on, um, Valley. I'm, I'm guys going it. together. That's yeah, right. Just me and GK. Low romantic <laughs> uh, weekend getaway. All right. Fun, just for fun, Andy. <laughs> just just for a little fun. date. Yeah, just look, just for fun. That's good. Well, I hope you guys enjoy the trip alone. Thanks, man. <laughs> Oregon's very lovely. <laughs> we got some time. I, I don't think we'll end up going till like April or something. So, yeah. What is the actual purpose of the trip? Or is it really <laughs> just the two of you? Legit, just for fun. No, 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 just the two of us. Uh, yeah, so we got uh, our buddy Andrew just moved out there. So we're going to go visit them and, and grab some wine. That's right. Maybe catch a Blazers game, too. Ooh, so a game, Dal. Laser, Blazer, in the shell. Depending on when you go, you may even be able to catch a playoff game. Ooh. That's right around when playoff starts, mid-April. That's right. Yeah. Another first round bounce. Hey, we we went to one uh, last year, GKA, Actually, funny enough, I, you know, I don't I don't remember that one. So. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. We'll just have to move on from that. Um, Make sure you bring Brady. Someone's got to talk that shit about the Warriors. No oh, man, <laughs> he's the guy. Um, all right, guys, we're we're back for another episode of Hoopity Scoop here. Sorry to everyone that that missed us in these last couple of weeks. We had some technical audio difficulties. Uh, but we're back and better than ever, I think. Yeah. Who Trust you guys. Today? Yeah, that yeah, improved. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay, Devin. We forgive uh, you. I'm just so excited to talk again. <laughs> she gon' bang for at least six summers. But ain't she gon' change for at least three summers. They tryna kill a nigga faith. We need a little truth, brother. Well, we have a lot to talk about. Uh, with us today, we got Andy. What's up? <laughs> Devin. Howdy. And Brian. Howdy who? And myself, GK. Um, we got a, a full action-packed schedule. We had a, I think we're reaching like peak NBA drama. Uh, it feels like a reality show more so than ever. Uh, we got Jimmy trades Durant and Draymond squabbling, uh, and some other big news going on. Uh, you guys want to start off with Jimmy? Is that the the best way to get this through? Jimmy, yeah. So so Jimmy Butler, after much ado, uh, finally moved on from the Timberwolves. We have a trade with the 76ers. The Wolves receiving Covington, Sarek, Bayless, and a second rounder for Jimmy Butler and Patton. Um, how do we feel about this trade for, for both sides here? No, it's uh, Go ahead, Andy. <laughs> I, I was very shocked by what Minnesota was willing to take back, considering some of the other offers that were supposedly offered to them, like the Houston one with four first-round picks. I mean, yeah, you can argue that that was, you know, four first-round picks going all the way out, I think, about eight years from now. But still, I don't see how that package of Sarge and Covington – comes even close to four, four first rounders. Yeah. Did you also see that Miami supposedly offered them Kelly Olinick and Richardson and a first rounder? And Minnesota said no to that too. Interesting. Like, yeah. Interesting. Uh, Very perplexing. Yeah. I think it's, it's a good trade for the Sixers, obviously. I mean, uh, Covington is, is a great defender. I think he was in the, one of the all team. 
Yeah, uh, first team all defense, I believe. First team this past year. So he's a great defender. Kind of shoots the ball a little too much for my taste. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's good value. Really, really, really good value uh, for Minnesota. I mean, there were, uh, I, I, you're right. There's been a lot of packages offered to them that they didn't take that are kind of confusing. So they definitely got the short end of the stick. But Sixers only having to give up basically Covington for Jimmy Butler is – I mean, well, and Sarge, right? Yeah, Sarge has been kind of okay. Not really up to what we'd hope these this past season or this even this season. So, not a fan. Um, yeah, I'm not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think it's a steal for the Sixers. Is it actually or like low low risk? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Yeah, because they didn't have to give up much for a guy who could potentially bounce, and if he does. Great. Like you said, didn't give up much. And if he stays, awesome. Exactly. Yeah, especially when compared to DeRozan and Paul George deals uh, recently, where you had to give up a lot more to get a, a player of this caliber. I do yeah. think, you know, Jimmy's a, a step below those two, Kawhi and PG, but he's still in the conversation. So it's kind of a no brainer for me from the Sixers side of things, especially if he resigns. Right. Where do you think it puts the Sixers in the Eastern Conference rankings? Um, where are they at right now? Are they in the middle of the pack or the middle of the playoff pack? I mean, like fourth or fifth? Yeah, right now they're fourth. Uh, I guess maybe bumps them up to three. Like I don't think this pushes them past the Bucks. to be honest. Well, so right now, the way the standings are, it goes Toronto – Milwaukee, Indiana, Philly, Boston. Mm-hmm. So you think it still puts them as top three? I guess top four. I think they stay at the same spot. So I have Toronto, Milwaukee, and the Celtics. Still ahead. Yeah. East is top heavy now. Yeah. yeah. It really has. I mean, I think it puts them in line with, with the Bucs. Um, I think those are competitive teams that are – you know, we'll see how it all fits together come playoff time. We saw Ben Stim- Simmons struggle last year. Maybe adding Jimmy can get some of that pressure off, but they still need to prove they can do it come come playoff time. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And I actually like this for, for Minnesota as well. I mean, you you have to move Jimmy. You had to get this guy out of there. Yeah. Uh, from what we've seen, it looks like Cat is back to playing like we've expected um, and seeing a little uptick in Wiggins too. We'll see if that happens. Yeah. yeah, I will give uh, Jimmy Butler a lot of credit for that. Like, while he had very clearly voiced his opinions and about wanting to get traded and his frustrations with the rest of his players and all that, at no point in time was his effort ever in doubt. Like, he played his heart out every single night to try and get them as many wins as he when could. When he played there, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of other stars just kind of hold out where they're just like, "Yeah, I'm not going to play," you know, or. They'll kind of half-ass it, knowing that they already have one foot out the door. So I give him some kudos for that. Yeah. Saving grace. Effort on his ends. He did try to break the <laughs> drag everybody down. Whole strength of the other top two players on that team on his way out. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I'd agree with that there. And then he comes in and hits a game winner for the Sixers pretty much right off the bat, right, which is right out the yeah. game. Yeah, I hope he doesn't stunt Ben Simmons' growth, though, because obviously there are going to be a lot of touches going his way mm-hmm. that may have originally gone to Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I, I think overall it'll be good for the Sixers, but for the long-term growth of Simmons, it may delay it in some way. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. I mean, Simmons is clearly the future there. Yeah. Um, and that'll continue to be, I think. Yeah. I got him for Rookie of the Year this year. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, do you think this trade will almost force uh, Ben Simmons' hand to really focus on his shooting? No, I don't think you're asking anything. Ben Simmons to change any part of his game, especially with how successful we've seen him be this past season or the previous season. This is more so uh, like, yeah, now they have their person who can score in the fourth quarter or their other clutch guy outside Mm -hmm. of Embiid because previously it was just, yeah, you play off of Ben and you double Embiid down, down low and that's like kind of limiting the Sixers in the fourth. But now you have Jimmy who's, not, uh, I mean, he's he's a he's a, a gamer. He's a gamer, so he's gonna he's gonna close games. He knows how to keep the game close, and he knows how to keep it competitive. And that's what you really needed next to Ben. I don't think you really need to ask Ben to do anything different from how I see it. No, yeah. So the reason why I brought that up was because I was looking at it from the perspective of last season. It seemed like the only time Ben Simmons was contributing was when he had the ball in his hand, and it would either be a you know, drive to the hoop or it'd be an assist. And he did really contribute much to the game when he didn't have the ball in his hands. So I'm wondering if this is almost going to be a forcing factor where if he wants to continue producing, it's, you know, obviously when he has the ball in his hand, he's going to do the same thing as he has done in the past. But because he's going to have fewer touches, he's going to have to increase his overall efficiency, which comes from the point of or perspective of shooting. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if it's going to force him to focus more and more on his shooting just so he can continue uh contributing just as much, if not more, than last season. I don't know. I still think you should run the offense through him, so I don't know. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I would tend to agree. I think he has to work on his shooting either way. Um, you know, they, they actually reconfigured their starting lineup now, putting JJ in for Fultz uh, to help with that spacing a little bit. So we'll see how it all comes to be. I mean, ultimately... Mm-hmm. I don't think well, this is the last move the Sixers make this year. I think they're they're kind of going all in here um, and taking cap room while they can. Yeah. What's the other trade you think they might make, either positionally or player? I mean, I think you need another another shooter there. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know who that looks like. An interesting option would actually be Kevin Love. Um, I'm not just saying that, but... You know, he seems to be a great piece that could go alongside Ben and Embiid and stretch that floor um, and build that offense some more. Yeah. yeah. You just got that big contract, though. They don't have space. For yeah. yeah. Can they afford him? I have no idea. I'm just uh, throwing that out yes. there. Um, I, you know, they were struck out last year in free agency, and they really needed to make sure they got in on some max player, I know, this coming off season, which ends up being Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if they have one more room spot for that max guy. Yeah, I, I don't think salaries would match up at all because they have four or two guys that make twenty plus, two guys that make about twelve, mm. and then one uh, makes eight, which is fulls, and then everyone else is like five or below. So salaries wise, just won't work out. Yeah, but I, I think shooting is is the answer, and, and probably yeah. another. Point guard, unless Fultz can get it together here. Have you guys seen his free throw shooting uh, lately? 
my yeah, god, it's been bad. It's getting sad, man. I just feel really, really bad for Fultz at this point. Yeah, if he like, I don't know, for a person to get to this point, it was lottery pick. Obviously, had all this hype, being number one overall, shot how like high forties, low fifties from outside in college, and was mm-hmm. an efficient shooter and scorer. And to see him like switch up his routine nearly every other every game or every quarter is that's a, that's a sign of a broken player. I don't know. Every time at the line. Yeah. Well, so yeah, that's the perplexing thing. Cause I think you, you definitely brought up a good point. I think you mentioned that last time too, just simply about how it's psychologically impacting him when, you know, the crowd is sarcastically giving him a standing ovation just for taking a shot and whatnot. But I don't understand what happened to his free throws. It's, you would think that's that's like the most controlled aspect of the of any player's game, right? And that's, that's even probably the most mental. I feel like that's even more proof that it is a mental thing, because it should be the most consistent thing of a player's game. But he doesn't even have confidence yeah. in that. But like, like I don't remember him having this little pump fake before he shoots before either. I don't know exactly. where that came from. Exactly. <laughs> 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 that's just, that doesn't even seem psychological. I mean, that almost seems like maybe he hasn't fully recovered from his injury or something happened. No, that's totally psychological. Him changing it is psychological. <laughs> he's he's at the line. It's only him. It's not in the rhythm of the game. He's not, like, succumbing to his muscle memory. He's obviously yeah. hella thinking about it. Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah, crazy. No, that's, a, that's a good point. Yeah, I wasn't thinking about it from the perspective of him actually trying to think about and visualize the ball going through the hoop and it was I thought he would just resort to muscle memory if anything like that would be his saving grace is when you know he loses control of everything else bank on your muscle memory but yeah I just hope he tries a granny shot at some point from the line (laughs) it works (laughs) oh man Uh, poor kid poor kid he's actually doing have you guys seen this where he passes it uh, I think three times from left to right hand, back and forth, and then shoots it all in one motion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, wait, it's really? Bizarre. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, man. I didn't even catch that. Well, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I hopefully he gets, you know, gets it together here. I'm rooting for him. So maybe in part of your uh, theory, maybe that is the move. You know, maybe it's uh, trade him with his eight plus Wilson Chandler with his thirteen. You know add a couple more pieces in there and trade for someone like uh, Kevin Love and maybe that fresh start is what Fultz needs. Yeah. Yeah. No question. Something has to give. Um, yeah. It's just not all there, unfortunately. Um, yeah. And maybe he's better with this second unit now that he can, you know, take over the game more and, and try to be the facilitator without Ben out there as much. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. The other side of this that I'm not sold on is like, you know, as the Timberwolves fans, can Wiggins really be that number two guy now on a playoff team? Yeah, I, I get, I agree with you. That's a, a long, that's been his question his whole career. Can he really be the guy even outside of, and now it's like going down to the number two guy on the team. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of sad because Wiggins is probably one of the most gifted, not probably, definitely one of the most gifted players in the NBA athletically 
and he has like the coordination to be able to do a lot of other things that a lot of other players don't do. But when you see him play out on the court, he just settles for so much. He's taking these like awful deep mid range shots or deep threes. Like mm-hmm. I, I just don't get why he's not more aggressive or more playing downhill because he shouldn't be playing downhill like he did in Kansas. It's just like he's wants to be a jump shooter, which is limiting his his potential to be that like number two guy or even a number one guy that we all thought he was going to be. Yeah, and I mean he's had a high usage rate. Uh, looking since Jimmy left, he's about eighty fourth percentile or so. Yeah. Um, you know, putting up solid numbers. It looks around, you know, seventeen five and five or so. Yeah. Um. So he's starting to make an impact. Maybe this will be something that finally wakes him up, and and we see, you know, that that phenom that we all saw coming out of high school. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, anything else on on Jimmy Butler? But here before we we move on. No, I think that covered everything for me. Yeah. Cool. The other one is the the big Draymond drama of the week. Um, I don't know how much uh, you guys caught all this, but it is a mess. Um, I don't know how much you guys are buying into. Is this a real issue or not? Uh, for background here. Uh, this all started at the end of regulation in a game with about five seconds left. Draymond grabbed a ball and Katie, visibly frustrated, uh, was really praying to get the ball back and never did. Uh, Draymond turns it over and here we are. This is to win the game at the end of regulation, right? That's correct, yeah. 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 I think it was tied at the time. Yeah, yeah. Katie yeah. was wide open and Draymond just dribbled it into five people and then turned it over. So, But then, yeah, that was really confusing too because like it apparently the insults draymond was throwing at katie were not even related to the game but more about him not resigning and being a snake and all that i was like that definitely some pent-up frustration because that had nothing to do with the scenario yeah <laughs> yeah even holding just on waiting for the opportunity to let it out yeah. yeah exactly that's really what it feels like but yeah, apparently they made up the next day. Like they were walking to practice together and all that. But yeah, there's definitely something going on in there. Yeah, yeah I mean, I buy there's some truth to this rumor. I, I don't know. Or not really truth, but I, th- I think there's truth to what he is saying. About uh, In regards of just Katie, like leaving this whole uh, reciting situation up in the air for too long. Yeah, exactly. I think there's some bad blood within the that roster that feels like Katie, you know, as the team that's really built on this core of understanding and trust across the team, uh, he is doing them a disservice by not opting into that again. Um, and it's very unclear right now if he will be uh, a warrior come next year. Yeah, it's interesting because after this happened, just talking to a lot of the warrior fan base or, you know, everyone talking about it. Like, no one has really been on KD's side. And there's actually been a lot of insults thrown his way, despite having won back-to-back finals MVPs. And it just kind of shows, you know, him just coming on board after the 73-9 season and just kind of being the add-on to what was already a solid foundation. Um, may potentially not really mean much to 
the actual fan base that benefited from it, which is interesting. Which is ridiculous. I think that's the stupidest yeah. thing. The Warriors fans are being so ridiculous right now. Uh, and like really arrogant for for thinking, oh, we were a seventy three win team. Like we could have done this, got two championships without KD. Like, relax, <laughs> really, seriously, <laughs> relax. If we didn't have KD, I don't know if we if we would have beat the Rockets if we didn't have KD. To be completely honest with you, like, yeah, for sure not not be totally in caught up in a situation that's taking place in within the first twenty games of the season. And saying like, "Oh, we don't need KD. Oh, I'm on Dre's side. Like, send Dre away. Like, the Warriors over. Like, everybody, calm yeah. the fuck down. Seriously, <laughs> it's so early. And I know yeah. we've just been. I feel like the Warriors fan base, since it's been so easy these past few years, are, are just looking for something to chew on in the regular season. Then now that we finally have something to attach to and. Everybody is hoping this is outside of our fan base is hoping this is like the downfall for the Warriors. It's just, it's new. It's kind of almost new, and everybody's just overreacting. So, yeah, yeah. Some people were even asking, "Who would you rather pick up, uh, Dre or KD?" And it's like, come on, one is by far <laughs> the better player. Let's not yeah. be stupid. Yeah, that's hilarious that that conversation was even happening. Yeah. yeah. Like, KD is a generational (laughs) superstar, and Draymond, as great as he is, he's really just a role player. Yeah. Yeah. There's no debate in that situation. But I I agree with you. I think Devin is definitely a good point. It's just because it's like, it's almost out of boredom, right? Because you know it's a given that you're going to the playoffs. It's a given that you're going deep into the playoffs, if not going to the finals uh, as a guarantee as well. So it's almost like, okay, how do we kill these next six months? Like, what do we talk about? And, you know, between this drama plus just the fact that you guys have a lot of uh, contracts coming up for a renewal, that it just just helps add to this drama of what do we talk about and what do we start, you know, really overanalyzing. Yeah, I think it's great (laughs) in terms of um, competitiveness and – how watchable the league is. Because, yeah. like, the past few years, war just, the Warriors just killed everybody. It was boring. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It was genuinely boring. As great of basketball as they played, they were obviously on a different level than everyone else. And this finally throws a wrench into things. Like, the Warriors have last, lost the last three games, Did including tonight guys? against the Spurs. I think we just lost um, Since it happened, so. No, we're good. Yeah, yeah. Everything's good, but... Um, just in terms of like tuning into the Warriors again, and it yeah. there being like the an air of uncertainty of what's going to happen. This is this is the most that it's been in uh, their dynasty era, really. Right, right. Not to mention that it's also gotten a lot more entertaining with other teams really picking things up too. With you know Milwaukee showing up, Toronto looking better than even though they've always been like a top two seed in the East, but they look way more lethal now than they have in recent years. Philly looking better than they have in a long time. Uh, and just teams in general gelling more. So yeah, the league as a whole is getting more entertaining. And this is just something that comes with it. Yeah. I mean, I think there's, even right now, there's just a handful of really bad teams. And even those teams have things to look forward to except for the except Cavs. for the Cavs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
everyone else. Legitimately, there's something to talk about. There's something to get excited about. And they're either having like a really surprising upstart or they're developing their young talent. But it's crazy. I, like, you look across all, all 30 teams, except the Cavs. I feel like they're Except for the Cavs. <laughs> and so, one more thing. <laughs> Yeah, incredible storylines everywhere. I mean, ultimately, what will happen as Clay hits free agency here, one of the the three of Draymond, Clay, and KD will have to take less money if it this you know stays the same. Merch. Which I just don't see happening. If not all three, and just kind of do a split, the Heatles. You know, instead of one person take yeah, exactly. Instead of one person taking the big hit, to say okay, we'll all take a you know five million five million hit and stay together. Yeah, we'll find out. Uh, it'll be a big off season for for everybody here. Yeah. yeah. Clay to LA. <laughs> no, no, no. We gotta pay Clay. Please Let's keep Clay. No. I think Clay's getting maxed for sure. <laughs> yeah, we gotta pay Clay everything. No, anything you want. No, you gotta keep Draymond. <laughs> <laughs> Clay to LA would be crazy. Oh, that, would be that would be so beautiful. Clay to Clay to Dallas would be crazy. <laughs> no, we're good. That would be crazy. Him and uh, Luca would be fun to watch. That's for oh sure. man, that team would be so good with Clay. Um, moving on to other storylines here, guys. Um, let's see. We have Dwayne Casey made his return to Toronto. Uh, Pistons are, are still holding on here and doing well. Uh, do you do you watch this game, Devin? Yeah, I watched a little bit of this game. Saw that exciting finish uh, with Reggie yeah. Bullock with the with the buzzer beater. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was great to see Casey come back to to Toronto and handle business and then talk a little bit of shit after the game too, which was cool. Oh, is that right? I, I didn't yeah. see that. Yeah. 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 I was super happy for Coach at that point. Yeah. He said that they were running the same stuff that they've been running the past five seasons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. He's like making fun of them, but at the same time, that was his system. Look at bum-ass system that I made. <laughs> don't they know it doesn't work <laughs> no it's almost like the Raiders Bucks right after they traded Gruden away right. same play calls same names like nothing has changed oh man like if you make this any more predictable as to what you're trying to do that's pretty good having Kawhi yeah. does help though <laughs> yeah that's that's pretty big yeah. no, I'm, I'm happy for for, for coach it's a nice little a little bit of vindication after getting fired up uh, two weeks after being named coach of the year. So, yeah, good for you, coach. Yeah, yeah. Toronto's still number one team in the league right now, though. So. Yeah, a number one in the league. Number one in the yeah, league. I agree with that. Are you talking about records or I, I test? And record, yeah, I'd have the yeah. power ranking for sure. Number one in the league, right? I mean, they look good. Even in, I mean, Siakam and everybody is humming. Like, they're pretty scary looking on both ends of the floor. Yeah. Yeah. The other uh, city we want to talk here a little bit about, speaking of storylines, is Kemba Walker. Kemba. Oh, Killer man. Kemba. Cardiac Kemba. Kemba. Yeah. Cardiac Kemba. What a great nickname. Yeah. Wait, I don't know if you guys saw this stat line, but... Last night, he not only outscored the entire rest of the team, <laughs> but he also did it more efficiently. Like, he dropped 60 points on 
I think, what was it, 34 shots or 35 shots? 34. The rest of the team, yeah, 31. The rest of the team dropped 59 on 65 shots. Oof, That's not good. That's like, is literally just the Kemba it show. The this this <laughs> yeah. is a true definition of a contract year. <laughs> this is a contract year yeah. to the fullest right now. Yeah. I mean, the Hornets, even though, I mean, it's sad. He dropped 60 that efficiently and still took home an L, which is tough. Shout out Jimmy Butler's game winner. But, like, <laughs> I mean, Hornets kind of have to be happy. This is pretty much his showcase to, to be traded before the deadline. I still think he's going to get traded. Do you really? I yeah. feel like he's a lifer. I think he, no. no. I think, I think he's, he's out. Man. I think the Hornets. Yeah. Well, one, the Hornets are run by Jordan, who's probably one of the worst <laughs> basketball minds on the other side, like off the court, as we've seen through the history of the Hornets. And and yeah. two, like <laughs> somebody has to one, somebody's gonna pay him a shit ton of money that's gonna be a way more attractive situation than Charlotte. So yeah. I, I, as soon as he becomes an unrestricted free agent after the season. So I don't know. I think it's better for them to it's a smarter risk for them to trade him now as opposed to hope that he resigns. Exactly. Interesting. i I mean I'll take a bet on that one. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. wanna bet on that? At, by double the double. end of the year, oh. Kemba is still a Hornet. All right, man. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Double-double, what do you want? Ooh. Which y'all bet? Ooh. I need a double-double. I haven't had a double-double in a while, man. Let's do this. Let's do double-double in, in the Pier 39 so we can also do uh, those uh, the Irish coffees out of uh, yes. Vista. Is that what it's called? That's right. Yeah, that's the one. one. Nice little date night <laughs> after Oregon. <laughs> Got a little one testing the waters. Yeah. Got a little yeah. romantic walk down the pier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just us two, though, right, Dev? Oh, yeah, that's it. You care, obviously. <laughs> then we walk in the park around Fort Mason. <laughs> you ever seen Ghirardelli Square, GK? <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen it at night? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Kemba traded. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, sounds like either way I win then. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Um, yeah, I mean, this guy means so much to that that city. They have nothing else going for this basketball team, and they haven't for a long time. Yeah, I, I would just be shocked if, if they move on hit from him. He he would be like if the Warriors, you know, ended up trading Steph at some point. I just don't see that happening. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know, I don't know if it's the same. I don't think it's the same. <laughs> yeah. Back-to-back MVP. You know, I'm just MVP. saying, this team yeah. has not had a lot going for them in like a decade. No, because the difference is that they haven't had a lot going for them, and that's exactly why Kemba is going to leave this summer, right? I just don't see him sticking around. So like Devin was saying, I completely agree with him. Like, it's in their best interest to trade him rather than let him walk away for nothing. But do you think another team is going to throw max money at him? I mean, he's going to be entering 30 or 31 years old, I believe. 29. And, yeah, if he's dropping 60, well, that's <laughs> yeah. good. I absolutely yeah. think so. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you also look at who is it? Uh, Butler's, I think, twenty-eight, isn't he? Yeah, Butler's twenty-nine 28. as well. Yeah. And the same thing with uh, 
Kevin Love just got paid, and he's, I think, also 29 or yeah. something. So. Well, Kevin Love should not have gotten paid. That was a thank you deal for but sure. I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think Jimmy's a better player than Kemba. Yeah, that's fair. My point was more just that the he still has one more round of max contract before you start giving him more like the MLEs. Yeah. And, you know, a little bit more. Interesting. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I do know he'll be a Hornet by the end of the year, though. (laughs) No, we'll see. Uh, Oh, we'll see. Other news we had here. Hey, I'm looking pretty good on bets right now, guys. I'm. We got. uh, You want to tell him, Brad? (laughs) We don't need to recount the mellow (laughs) bet. That's right. How much are we supposed to drop this year? Thirty. Twenty. Thirty-five. What are you saying? You said scoring title. Shit, it wouldn't even. I wouldn't even win if it was uh, bet on thirty minutes per game. <laughs> yeah. I, was, yeah. I was just gonna say, did you ever put a unit behind the number, or was it just twenty? It was just twenty. Like it could be twenty games yeah. played this season, and you can check still the, win. Yeah, check, check the recording. <laughs> Bring it back. Left in vain. Uh, I just hope he, he signs somewhere, has a few good games, and decides to call it quits where he just averages 20 for the season <laughs> off of like 15 wow. games. That would be amazing. Um, <laughs> speaking of that, Shout out to my guy, Brian. <laughs> do, do we see Mello landing on a, another team here, or what's next for Mello? Uh, I, I don't know. I think there's. I saw something on Twitter that was kind of funny that said that the Warriors are responsible for killing Mello's career just because <laughs> – They are, I wouldn't say the Warriors, I would actually say the Spurs are probably the ones that really transition from basketball being in that Iverson area of ISO basketball and us seeing Melo play ISO for so long under George Carl in Denver and how it was really entertaining, but not able to actually produce any type of championship. So then we see more of the Spurs and after the Spurs, obviously we see the Warriors who pretty much change how the league is played right now when it comes to how efficiently teams are passing. Uh, so I, because of that, even though that I do believe Melo has a lot left in the tank and could, if there was some sort of dream situation, you'd be able to produce. I don't know if I could see a team taking that type of risk just because of the type of player he is. Yeah. I think the one team that may actually pick him up would be the Suns. Oh, man. What? For what? <laughs> Just because, just for more shooting around there next to Devin Booker, I think it would literally just be like a, uh, just to make the team a little bit more entertaining because otherwise they have nothing to look forward to. <laughs> That's cool, yeah. man. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see it. it. It's not out of the question, you know, getting a, a final hurrah victory tour in, in Phoenix is a good place to retire. Um, I don't know. I, I think what would be more realistic is like Miami or a place like that where he could do that final tour with a potentially playoff team uh, and his buddy he would. Get him back on the Nuggets. <laughs> nuggets would be fun. Okay. Have his, yeah, a final season on the Nuggets. I mean, he really just has to accept he's going to come off the bench and score pretty minimally. Sort of like Dwayne Wade in Miami right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think he's been playing as bad as we give him credit for. Ooh, Mello? Yeah. Like, he can still score and put up points, I think. I think he can still be, you know, someone that comes in and, and lights up a, a spark and a comeback. Um, I don't think that's out of the question, at least. 
Yeah. But he, he has to accept he's not going to be that key player yeah. anymore. Definitely. Definitely. Until then, no one's going to sign him. No, I think LeBron kind of laughed at when he got asked <laughs> if Melo would come. <laughs> yeah, he's like, ask the GM. <laughs> uh, yeah, poor Melo. We'll see what happens there. Um, the other news of note, we have a, a Kyrie sighting. What do you guys think about this? Kyrie Irving? Yeah, no Kyrie Irving. His comeback, uh, or that win that they had versus the Raptors? Were you, were yeah, you monster performance. Yeah. Um, he's been balling. He's back in rhythm. His handles are tight. Dominating the house of highlights feed. Yeah. Yeah, just another season with Kyrie Irving. His handle is so nice. His pull up off the dribble is just—it's ridiculous. I, yeah, I think he probably has the best handles in the league. Yeah, for sure. I would. I he would has the best that. handles no in the league. But I'd say uh, Steph has the best pull up in the league for sure. I think Kyrie may be the most creative scorer. Ever. Sure. I agree with that too. Put that out there. Creative in what sense? Yeah, you can score the most creative. Um, creatively. So, you know, like most players have go to moves, kind of fade away or um, step back jumper. Kyrie can dribble yeah. any direction, any pace, finish with either hand, um, hella English off the backboard, pull up three. Spin move off one yeah. leg. Hmm. You can you can do anything, and it's really just reading the defense. Um, I don't know. It's yeah. crazy. Complete bag of tricks for sure. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question, though. Uh, most creative player offensively. Yeah, I don't. I don't disagree with you. I just haven't given it enough thought to be able to agree with you. You know what I mean? Because I'm trying to think like, would I put someone like? Isaiah Thomas, not current Isaiah Thomas, the old Pistons Isaiah Thomas or Jordan or one of those guys on there uh, just because of they could also score from basically anywhere on the court. Yeah. I mean, Jordan would be a better scorer, but I think Kyrie is just more creative with how he can get his buckets. I mean, if you're counting passing, I think Nash has to be in the the conversation, but that might be a homer. Nah, GK. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like Kyrie is the the closest he can get to being like the best at in NBA and also could be the best at N one at the same time. I was it's funny you bring that up. I was actually gonna say if we don't care about accolades, what about when Rafer Alston was in the league? I mean Yeah, I'm not if you we can't compare Rafer Alston with Kyrie Irving, I think that's kinda <laughs> Give the man a chance. Like, no shout out to to Skip, but like, yeah, man, nah, I'm sorry. Nah. Hey, one of my favorite um, NBA moments was when Rafer wrapped <laughs> up Eddie House. Oh, I knew you were gonna say that. I love that. It was so good, especially the slow motion where NBA happens. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, those ads are great. Such a great video. You got smacked up. Hey, shout out Eddie House, Hayward represent. He is, is he from Hayward? Yeah. Oh no way, Hayward. I didn't know that. 
one of the few barrier folks yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have against yeah. Eddie House? He was just whack on the Celtics, man. He, he thought was. he was so good hitting his one three off the bench, talking hella shit. I remember that. Yeah. Then he got slapped up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he definitely got sunned. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see, guys. I, I think the other news of note here, although no, to surpri- no surprise to anyone really, is LeBron just continues to climb the all-time scoring leaders, uh, coming in at fifth spot right now, taking it away from Wilt the Stilt Chamberlain. Wow. My boy. Lost to the king. That's yeah. right. Man, even if you just see uh, Lakers are dominating the – you know, the high scores of all time. Yeah. Think about it. There's a lot of Lakers. That is right. There. Especially if you count Carl Malone. We've got uh, Kareem Abdul, Carl uh, Malone, Kobe, and Michael Jordan uh, are his next targets. And LeBron. Will. That's crazy. Yeah. LeBron dropped 50 tonight, didn't he? Or was, was... Yeah. 51. 51 in Miami. In Miami, his return. That's crazy. That's pretty great. Yeah. I was reading, um, I think it was uh, the Ringer article, and they were building a case for LeBron being the best ever. And their argument was, over time, if LeBron is able to still play at this level, because we haven't seen anyone play this consistently Mm -hmm. well for so Mm -hmm. many seasons. And if he were to just continue this for another two seasons, uh, let's say, then all of his numbers would just be so inflated that even if he doesn't win another championship, he'll probably be top two score or top all-time scorer in top 10 in rebounds and assists that he kind of just plays his way into being the best ever, statistically speaking. That's sick. Right. The king. Yeah. yeah. Unreal. But he'll win the championship in LA, so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my, my Lakers top four isn't looking so ridiculous anymore. You gonna double uh, down on that? What? Hey, no. hey double down. <laughs> what was the bet? It was a hundred dollars with Andy. Hey, double down on it, bro. I will happily take that bet. Ooh, Andy said, oh, Brian, believe. No, no, no. Hey, we already agreed. <laughs> yeah, I will. I'll take that two hundred off you, easy. Damn. We'll Andy. have our we'll have our own double double date, Brian. Don't <laughs> get jealous. We'll do our own thing. I, I just said, no, nah, what? <laughs> yeah, all right. What is going on here? You are not the dirty laundry. All right. That's cool. <laughs> fine. Andy just edits this, so I say yes. <laughs> Grab it from like three podcasts ago. Yeah, do it. <laughs> just a cut up clip. <laughs> yes, right. $1,000. <laughs> <laughs> Good, but not that good. <laughs> I don't know, man. I know your editing skills, Andy. I'll keep it in the wraps, but did a lot of it in high school, man. What can I say? Good. Let's just say the last episode was a uh, real high quality editing. I appreciate that. Thank you. A lot, of, a lot of TLC went into that one. <laughs> a lot of attention to detail. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, what else we got on the agenda, GK? <laughs> I, so I think that's about it for all the items we had listed here. Um, I mean, we saw some monster weeks just to to recap some teams here from 
the Magic are still going on a tear. Uh, Bucks have, have pulled off some good wins against the Warriors. Do and we the have Nuggets, any Nuggets are kind of cooling off here a little bit. Oh, sorry, the Bucks beat the Nuggets. Also, I mean, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that that is true. Um, so yeah, so some teams making some claims. The w- Grizzlies are in third in the West, which is absurd. Um, sure. so we'll see how this all shakes yeah. out. Brooke Lopez is looking nice. Yeah. yeah, we should give Brooke a shout out. How can that dude not be helping the Lakers right now? That's unforgivable. No, I th- so the way I saw it, he just wasn't fitting with that roster. Like this, all the talent was there, but he's much more of a traditional center. While I think Rob Palenka and Magic just want a team that can run and gun the whole time, and mm. he wouldn't fit into that scheme. So that's why I'm glad that they let him go and he signed with a team that fits well with both his skill set and playing style. I'd agree right. with that, Andy. Yeah. Nice. I mean, it's working. He had, what, eight threes last week in a game? Yeah. yeah. All the way from the hash mark, too. Just way out there. Just That's right. Blowing on his hand afterwards. Cool it down. Oh, really? Yeah. I hope he starts shimming like Steph. <laughs> <laughs> like Antoine Jameson. <laughs> Sorry, not Antoine Jameson. Antoine, Antoine Walker. Antoine yeah. Walker. The guy was like, beast. I did that. <laughs> and speaking of the Bucks, Giannis is, I think, so far grabbing hold of the uh, MVP race yeah. oh, early man. on. Oh, yeah. Anyway. I don't think he's looking back. <laughs> yeah, about 20% into the season. So, still very, very early on. But, yeah, he's unreal. Yeah, 25 and 12, hitting six this yeah. one point. His season stats are 26, 13, and six with Ooh. one and a half blocks and one and a half steals. No. And he hasn't made a three. He's something like 2% from the three so far. No idea what's going on there. But. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> he, despite that, he's still putting up those numbers. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. How about how deep the Western Conference is right now? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, West, too, everyone, actually. Everyone is competing for a playoff spot, except. Sorry, GK, the Suns. <laughs> yeah, in fact, uh, Devin, I owe you an apology because I was really dismissive of when you were asking if uh, the Magic could make the playoffs. And they're looking better and better every time I see them play. Yeah. 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 They're not sitting in seventh. Could definitely sneak all the way up to fifth based on the way things are standing right now. Yeah. Even the Kings. Mm-hmm. The Mavs. Nice. That's right. We did a whole segment on De'Aaron Fox last week that didn't get aired. Um, that guy is unreal right now. He's playing out of his mind. Pretty fast basketball player. The Kings are yeah. good. Kings are real good. Kings are good. Yeah, that's that's been a nice little pleasant surprise because I did not expect them to be any good this season, just like every other season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know what changed, but all of a sudden something's clicking. Yeah, it sure is. The other good news was Levert. Uh, your guy Devin yeah. didn't didn't get any surgery. Clean dislocation. That's huge because that looked, yeah, good for him. It looks like it could have been like Greg or uh, Gordon Hayward status. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it was not that. I still haven't watched that injury. Yeah. Don't it's please don't. Dislocated ankle. <laughs> Looking, yeah, you know, foot pointing where it shouldn't be pointing to every situation. Is it worse than um, Hayward's? It's similar. Yeah, okay. I don't need to watch mm-hmm. it then. Yeah, 
I think you're good. Hard pass, hard pass. <laughs> we got any other hoops to talk, guys? You got, you got a song of the week? Should we move on here? Uh, I just want to point out that the recent Warriors struggle since they lost again tonight. That uh, it just it just really shows how important of a player Steph Curry is when it comes mm. to drawing attention on offense. Because the way the ball movement's been looking with the Warriors so far, and we've been playing a lot of ISO ball with KD, and also Dre didn't play tonight either, I don't think. But yeah. you miss me, Steph. Yeah. Please hurry back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not looking good right now. But it's it's the Warriors. They're going to be just fine. Yeah, we'll be fine. I, mean, I didn't say I was worried. <laughs> that, <laughs> that didn't come out of my mouth. <laughs> just, just checking. Just yeah, they've lost uh, four of their last six, yeah. three of their last four. And we suck. Cancel the season. <laughs> Trade KD. Cut KD. Cut KD. Resign Draymond. <laughs> Give him the super max. Uh, yeah. Well, I think we've got an exciting week of basketball coming up, too. Oh, yeah. Should we do some predictions for, for the upcoming week? Since we did this last week, but unfortunately, I cut <laughs> off because somebody named Devin on this podcast didn't wear headphones on the recording. <laughs> background noise on his voice track, yada, yada, yada. It wasn't anybody's fault, obviously. But uh, <laughs> we should definitely look ahead at, at, at some games of the week that we think and try to do a, a prediction on them. Is it anything? Yeah, yeah let's do it. Um, let's see. We got. I'll start off. We got Spurs Pelicans tomorrow. Yes, mm-hmm. this is a great one. Um, let's start round robin here. Uh, starting with Andy at the top. Who you got? Uh, Spurs Pelicans. I'm gonna give that to the. Ooh, actually, I'm gonna give that to the Pelicans. Okay. Okay. And Devin. Ooh, Spurs Pelis. Uh Spurs coming off of a big win versus the Warriors tonight. At home and then short flight to New Orleans. I think they're bringing the momentum and going to uh, steal a win away on the road against the Pelicans. I like it. B. Rye. Bueller. Brian? Oh, no. We might have lost him. We'll come back to Brian. We'll come back to Brian. Coming back to Brian. I'm going to go with Andy on this one. Uh, going Pelicans, I think. Anthony Davis is just too much of a match right now. Um, and they're coming, they're kind of firing on all cylinders after a win in Toronto. I think they've really gelled and they're coming together. Yeah. Yeah, they've been they've been uh, definitely getting really hot over the last few games too. They're looking they're really starting to gel together with Julius and Miritich and uh, AD. Yes, sir. It's I it's looking more and more like you know, Anthony's going to stay there for a little while longer. I don't know about that. But we'll be curious. He's coming to L.A. He's coming to L.A. too. They're all going to L.A. Yeah. Kemba, Clay, Anthony Davis <laughs> all coming to the Lakers this summer. You heard it here you mean first. You the Warriors. Okay. AD's coming to Golden State. Everybody knows that. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and edit that part out. <laughs> no, that would just be unfair, man. I mean, it's already unfair, Andy. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> And that's without DeMarcus being on the court yet. Oh, yeah, I know. I get it. That is uh, up there. Uh, let's, the other game we have here on Wednesday, this might be an interesting one, is LeBron's return to Cleveland. 
Mm-hmm. Lakers at Cleveland. Uh, I guess I'll go first. <laughs> oh, this I, is tough, man. <laughs> I'm going to go with Lakers on this yeah, one. Oh, man. Is yeah. everybody not going to go Lakers here still? Yeah, I, I think I'll even speak on Brian's behalf. Yeah. I think we have two other real, maybe even three other real uh, games of the day on Wednesday with yeah. Pelicans, Sixers, Blazers, Bucks, and Thunder Warriors. Those could all get Nuggets, T Wolves as well. Yeah. Ooh. Some fun. Yeah, Wednesday's going to be a good day to watch. Mm-hmm. Definitely go find a happy hour. Make sure you tune in on Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's the um, game Friday. Yeah, let's, mm-hmm. let's pick a good one here. Um, shout cool. out to our boy Wes McCabe. Uh, Portland versus the Warriors, right? Oh. In Golden State, yeah. Dame Dalla back in the town. Always kills, Always kills it. it. That's going to be a huge game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is Steph going to be back by I then? Hope so. and I, I, yeah, what's the diagnosis there? How long is he I think we're just being like overly cautious. This is a groin injury, and since he's never really had one before, and they like uh, took an MRI, or they did an MRI, didn't see anything that really stood out. They're just being extra cautious with it. So they've kind of been you know, a little hum about what the timetable actually is. Got it. Yeah, yeah. I think he'll probably be back, especially for that game itself. It's a yeah. big deal. Yeah. Then, I think that's probably going to be the best game of the week, yeah. actually. Jazz Lakers should be fun as well, too. Yeah. yeah. It'll have... Oh, there's Brian. Hey, let's go. I don't know what happens. I had to unplug my headphones. Anyways, we'll stay on track. Yep. You're back. Yeah. What are we talking about? Portland. We were talking the Trailblazers, Warriors on Friday, and Jazz Lakers as well. Ooh, I'm gonna go Warriors, Lakers. No surprise there. Yeah, <laughs> those two very biased picks. <laughs> it could have been anybody on the other side of both of those teams. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the other uh, tricky one we had here, Brian, was. Uh, LeBron's return to Cleveland. Yeah, I think I heard Devin uh, give my. <laughs> there we go. Um, and then, and then, what was the first one? Pelly, uh, Pelicans. Uh, That's right. Spurs at Pelicans. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go Pelicans just because the Spurs played today in a close one. There you go. Yes. Yeah. So is that three Pelicans, one yeah, Spurs on that Spurs. one? I'm a Spurs guy. What yeah. really kind of difference breaker we have here this week? What a what a sad state of affairs. <laughs> we forgot to shout out. And they were saying the NBA is getting to, uh, boring. Shout out to Keith. He's not on the episode today. We forgot to give him a shout out in the beginning. Keith, that is true. He wanted to be here. I miss you, Keith. Uh, Keith's got a big <laughs> game going on, so we'll get him back on. We'll. Yeah, Keith's moved further east, so we got a little scheduling conflict. Makes it a little bit tougher, but we'll figure it out. That's he will right. be back. We got a Canadian Keith now. Canadian yeah, Keith. Jersey. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have a poutine. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, uh, Deep cut. That is good. Good job, Brian. 
I'm in Canada a little bit. <laughs> You're a cultured guy. I'm a maple syrup. All right, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think he checked. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got anything else going on? What's, what's the latest? Uh, not basketball wise, but I definitely got to give a shout out to the new Anderson Pac yeah. album. It's fire. Yeah. And then Leon Bridges, I've had on rotation all mm-hmm. week too. And just good yeah, music. I agree with that Anderson album. That second half of the album is probably the best music I think I've heard him make so far in his career. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That Anywhere track with Snoop Dogg is incredible. Six oh, is man. incredible. Yeah, dude, I want to see someone mash up anywhere uh, with explosive. Those two just jam so well together. You, you know it's gonna work out well. Make it happen, Andy. Yeah, happen, Andy. <laughs> All right. After I edit the podcast, I'll get on it. There you go. We look forward to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's incredible to see live too. Yeah, we we saw mm-hmm. him at Outside Lands. I would definitely be down for another tour of his. That was a person. Highly recommend. Yeah, and check out his NPR uh, set if. If you have not the yeah, tiny desk, or tiny desk, yeah, incredible. Oh, so good. You know, Smino's going to be on there this Ooh. week too. Yeah, so that's another one to check out. Yeah. What do you listen to these days, Brian? Um, hmm. Just the Anderson Pack album. Nothing else other than the weekly selection mixes. Yeah. Um, you guys just talked like right out of New York. Yeah, we would. We, yeah, Andy yeah. and I went to a show at Terminal Five, big old warehouse uh, thing. So, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. We've got a great lineup usually. Yeah, it was vibes, vibes all night. <laughs> yeah. What about you, GK? What's new in the life? Oh man, we—I've just been struggling with this San Francisco smog, bad air. We've been locked away inside all all weekend. Uh, been oh, doing... don't y'all have a pretty crazy story, you and Eva? Pretty crazy story, oh, do we? Yeah, I saw on her IG. Story. I saw on her Instagram. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Carbon monoxide, dude. Wasn't oh, carbon monoxide. Yeah, man. We we saved the whole apartment complex this Friday. Yeah, Wait, what? Uh, we uh we were staying at home from that's work. A deal. <laughs> What's that? As it that's a pretty big deal for you to not have remembered. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I'm a pretty humble superhero here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what happened? I didn't read the whole story. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh we were actually staying home from work that day. Uh working from home as they call it. <laughs> And we had the alarm go off uh, for carbon monoxide, which is four rings uh, for an alarm, not like the battery noises, which our landlords, of course, thought it was when we told them that it was carbon monoxide. Um, so anyway, we, we have the guy come out here, check PG&E. Shout out to them. They were fantastic within like an hour of getting here. Wow. And uh, they do their little test with the boop. Oh man! And it turned out we had some carbon monoxide going on uh, down on the first floor. Actually, we're on the the third floor here, and it was just coming out through our vents. Uh, so they finally found the source and got everything turned off, and we're good to go now. Still alive. Wow! 
Did you get like a month's worth of free rent for having discovered that? No, man. We we called them and they were like, uh, are you sure the battery's not just dead? <laughs> and wow. we had to convince them to come out here in the first place. And after all of that, they were like, okay, well, have a good weekend. Like snitches don't get snitches get stitches. Wow. That's right. I mean, our... Yeah, so... Yeah, that's got to be some sort of bad practice. Oh, yeah. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, it's not safe. That's for sure. Get them on my KTVU or something. Get the news station, do a local story on my boy GK. <laughs> not getting their reparations for saving their apartment complex. That's right. Legit, man. Well, maybe there's a hoopity scoop listener that'll help you out. <laughs> we'll send you a sticker (laughs) (laughs) we'll send you a sticker we have like four left for your good deed yeah yeah good call but while we've been stuck inside the apartment all weekend uh, what we did watch was The Haunting of Hill House have you guys seen this Netflix original I haven't watched Mm -hmm. it I have it queued up how is it pretty spooky yeah yeah, it's it's good, man. I, I'm not too fond of scary movies or anything like that, but they do a good job on this one. It's uh, more psychological than jump scary, which I'm a fan of. Mm. Wait, is it a movie or a show? I thought it was a series. Yeah, yeah, it's a series. I think it's a, about 10 episodes. Um, pretty solid, though. I, I'd recommend it. You can see in the first episode if you're really feeling it or not. Mm. Okay. Word. So that's my recommendation. Word. Wait, I thought you were supposed to watch Love and Basketball. Uh, oh, you know what? I forgot about that. <laughs> you should watch it. Yeah. UK? I, I got to get on that. You're right. Watch that. Got to watch Oh, yeah. yeah just because Keith's not on the podcast today to call you out doesn't mean you can slack <laughs> off on the homework. You know, I thought since last week's episode didn't air, it's like it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sad we were missing the content on the He Got Game discussion. Uh, that is true. Maybe once yeah. we come back, so we can relive that. Yeah, yeah. May even have to do a special podcast just for He wow. Got Game. Do the whole analysis, scene by scene. We need that. Anyone watching? Anyone watching Creed two next week? Oh yeah. Yes. I gotta see that. You guys listen to the soundtrack. I have not, no. No, not yet. Good. Yeah, it's good. Oh, I'm so excited. The first one was fantastic. Such a great movie. Yeah. Underrated movie. Very much so. Yeah. Creed to the album. We got Lil Wayne, ASAP Rocky, mm-hmm. J. Cole, Wiz. Well, Kung Fu. Wow. Wow. Bro. Gucci. Gucci. Damn. It's heavy hitters on that track list. That's impressive. Yeah. I started This Is Us. Pretty good. Oh, course. man. Eva cries at that every single week. Great show. A great show, man. Really playing with the feels there. Yeah, totally. When I'm so far behind on that. What was that? I was saying I'm so far behind on TV. Yeah. Just like shows in general. So many queued up. I um, when I was at Devon's in New York, we were watching a couple episodes of what was it, Blackish? Yeah. I've heard great things about it. Yeah, that show's easily one of the funniest shows on TV. Easily, the two we watched were really, really funny. <laughs> it's great, man. 
It's like that majority of episode. Yeah. Laugh out loud funny. May may have to be a consistent viewer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Recommend. Tell a friend. Tell all your friends. <laughs> Tell all your friends. <laughs> uh, I think it's award-winning, too. Like, it's gotten some good publicity, for yeah, sure. for sure, for sure. Well, all right, guys. Anything else? Uh, any big plans for the week? No, it's Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's right. We should say uh, we're thankful for all of our listeners, right? Oh, and sponsors. Man. Yeah. And sponsors, yeah. Shout out to our sponsors. Yeah. Shout out to our sponsors. <laughs> Is Chloe still sponsoring us? Should we thank her? Chloe's still there. Mahara's on there too now. We got sponsors. (laughs) All right, guys. I think that's a good way to end this one. Uh, Yeah. Have a great Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving from Hoopies. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. (laughs) Catch you guys after. I think I'm in the rough fence now. I seen her throwing up edge town You was living off a true hill Wasn't ready for the world but baby who is Know you prettier than all the elder barges Never worry about the total of the charges